We'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this morning. Uh, what a beautiful day God's given us to come to his house and uh, got a great crowd this morning and uh, we appreciate Sunday school this morning. Thank the Lord for it. And I uh, want to welcome all our visitors. And uh, we got a baptizing today and we certainly thank the Lord for baptizing. And uh, we appreciate that and we get that after a while. But uh, I thank the Lord for what baptism is. And I think we've got three to baptize today. Now we've got a number more and I think we've got about five more that needs to get baptized. But circumstances didn't work out in some family schedules. And uh, you know it's important to have your family and friends come to you baptizing if you can. And uh, so that's okay. I said don't worry about that to the ones that couldn't get baptized today. I said, we'll just uh, take it as it comes and schedule it so it works. And, uh, and so we just thank the Lord. I'd like to read a verse of scripture from the uh, 28th chapter of the book of Matthew. This is after Jesus was crucified and he'd been with disciples about 40 days and he was getting ready uh, to ascend back into heaven. But listen what he told them down here. Uh, verse 19 or verse 18 said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And then listen to what the next thing he said. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So when people believe from the heart, when they get saved, boy, it's important to get baptized. At a time like this, think of the importance that that place is on Jesus talking about baptism. And so, boy, I thank the Lord for that. So uh, if you'll stand with me just a moment, we'll have a word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this day and for each one that's here and for the baptizing. Thank you for those that are going to get baptized today, and thank you for those that are going to get baptized a little later, God. We thank you for saving each of them. And, God, we thank you for people that are willing to follow you in baptism. It's so important. God, we pray for this service today. God, we pray for your Holy Spirit to move greatly and powerfully and speak to people's hearts that are in need. God, I pray and I beg of you today, please help us to have a powerful meeting today. And God, let the gospel uh, reach out and touch people's hearts. God, we pray and we thank you and we ask you these blessings and praise you in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. We turn over to the choir. Page 12.
Amen. I appreciate that song. I have another scripture come on my heart I want to read. I think uh, Brother Jay mentioned this when he was teaching Sunday school, I believe. It's in the 8th chapter of the book of Acts. And uh, there was an Ethiopian eunuch that had been to Jerusalem to worship, and he was riding on his way home. And he was reading in scriptures, reading from the book of Isaiah. He couldn't understand what it meant. Yeah, something had touched his heart. I expect he'd heard the gospel, but he just didn't quite realize. And uh, some of the scripture that he was reading, uh, the place of the scripture he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb, dumb before his shearer, opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. Who shall declare his generation? And so hundreds of years before Jesus was born, Isaiah was prophesying what God had given. This was about Jesus. And so when God put it on Philip's heart to come down through the desert and uh, speak to the Ethiopian, God's got a way of doing things. Uh, we're not here uh, by coincidence this morning. Uh, I praise God that we're here. And, and the night that I was in church and God spoke to me and, and showed me I was lost, that was not a coincidence. That was on God's purpose. And so when Philip went down and joined himself to the Ethiopian uh, eunuch and uh, the Ethiopian uh, said, who's this talking about? Is this prophet talking about himself or somebody else? And I like this part. The Bible said Philip began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Praise God. And so uh, down through here, uh, and this man, after, the, after he'd heard about the preaching of Jesus, and as they went on their way, they came to a certain water, and a eunuch said, See, here's water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? He knew after he got saved, he needed to get baptized. Praise God. And so uh, Philip uh, said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he stopped the chariot and he got baptized. And so baptism is important. Now, let me say another thing or two and then we'll uh, move on. What we're doing today, baptizing in water, doesn't have anything to do with cleansing anybody's sin. It doesn't have anything at all to do with people getting into heaven. Being born again, being saved by God's grace is what gets us into heaven. That's what gets our, you could say, that's what gets our ticket there. Jesus is the way. When we get saved, we get the way. We get Jesus in our soul. And so baptism in water is an outward picture. It's a testimony about what God's done for you spiritually down on the inside. And so praise God for that. So, uh, okay, I'm going to turn uh, back over to the uh, choir in just a minute. And uh, the folks uh, and uh, uh, Brother... Uh, Neil, come and help me. Brother Neil's going to help me baptize today. Those that are uh, going to get baptized, the baptismal candidates, we're going to ask you to go ahead and come and get ready. And Brother Neil and I will go get ready, and we'll turn over to the choir and sing until we get ready for the baptize. Now, I want to say this. Family and friends that have come especially for the baptizing, uh, we'd like to give you an invitation to come sit in the front. There's plenty of room up here. Be glad to have you. You can see it better, and uh, we encourage you to do that. And so we turn back over to the choir.
appreciate baptism, what it means. I appreciate these people getting baptized. Glad of their profession of faith. They've testified of God's saving grace in their soul. What a blessing that is. And I appreciate Brother Neil. He's uh, going to help me baptize today. And we just thank God. We want you to pray as we baptize. We want you to think about what this means. And I want you to think about uh, everybody here. If you've been baptized, am I really living for the Lord like the baptism says I should be? And if, you, and if you've never been saved, you need to get saved. So really pray for us. And you can help me just when we say the command. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and upon the profession of her faith in Him, we baptize this our sister in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Thank the Lord. You know, when Jesus was baptized with John in the river of Jordan, the Spirit came down the boat on him like a dove. And God said, this is my son whom I'm well pleased. Well, I praise God uh, when we baptize today and, and God's in it, you can feel the Spirit. And that's saying, I'm, I'm happy with this. Amen. Keep praying. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and upon the profession of her faith in him, we baptize this our sister in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Come on down here. Keep praying. Praise the Lord. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ upon the profession of His faith in Him, we baptize this our brother in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, uh, we're going to go get uh, a change and come back out and and uh, let folks shake hands with them once but let me tell you this I really feel like this uh, God may be calling somebody already now, you don't have to wait for me to be out there to come to all God's out there how you know preacher well, I can feel him if God's speaking to your heart and you need to come pray uh, do that and uh, we'll be there as soon as we can but uh, I'm telling you what uh, God's always on time so, so while we turn back over to the choir to sing and we get ready to come back out there, everybody mind the Lord and pray and obey the Master.
150. Page 
page 265. 265. Thank the Lord for the baptizing God blessed us with. I appreciate these that got baptized. Thank the Lord for those good songs. Now I'm going to ask those that were just baptized if they'd come over here and stand along the front. And uh, any of their family that wants to join them is more than welcome. And uh, in just a minute, we'll get everybody to stand up and we'll sing another song. And especially family and friends, I'm sure, uh, want to come and shake hands and probably hug their neck. And anybody else that feels like it's welcome. But we'll uh, just ask everybody to stand while we sing. Come around if you will. Neil, you come too, buddy.
Amen. Taylor in just a minute when we sing uh, the hymn and the choir sing just as I am and I know we're still shaking hands but I felt like uh, having a altar call song if that's what you call that's one of my favorites just as I am that's the way you come to Jesus I want you to really consider where you're at today shaking hands won't be in the way plenty of room plenty of room up here to come to the altar besides right here while we sing this just as I am listen real careful if you're here and you're not saved and you feel like God's speaking to your heart, I want you to come right now. We want to pray with you and we want you to get saved right now, today, this morning. Sing when you're ready. Obey the Lord. Come just like you are. Amen. Come just like you are. You think you can't do it, but God can do it. It's not up to us to do it. We just reach out to God. Seek Him, and we'll find Him. Draw nigh to God, He'll draw nigh to you. Jesus already died and rose from the grave, and He's alive. God's calling somebody this morning. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Yeah, amen.
thank the Lord. You might be just be seated if you want to. Anybody feel like singing a special this morning? If you got a song on your heart, boy, I appreciate the singing we've already had and the service that God's in the presence of giving us. And I'll say again, thank you for every visitor this year. Glad to have you. Anybody got a song on your heart? I'm pausing just a little bit. Seems like I feel like somebody might have one, but you one has to know that. Like, like, you know, God has impressed me to call on somebody. So I just wait for just a little, just a tiny bit. Anybody got one? All right. If not, I, I want you to turn in the scriptures with me and uh, I want you to turn to the 18th chapter of the Matthew if you'd like to and then I'm going to turn to the 50th chapter of the book of Isaiah uh, two different passages I need to read and then uh, the 18th chapter of the book of Matthew and I want you to pray real hard uh, I've got a burden for some folks here this morning that I have a longing in my heart for them to get saved and uh I praise God that he gives us burdens like that. And I praise God that he speaks to people that he needs to come and wants to come. And you need the Lord. When God speaks to you and you feel that down inside, that's God being good to you, reminding you and telling you you need Jesus. And so in the 18th chapter of the book of Matthew, said, starting at verse 1, at that same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and said it in the midst of them and said, Verily, which means truly, I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus is talking about being born again. He's talking about getting saved. And uh, we'll come back to that in a minute. But whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And uh, so that's, that's as much as I need to read there through uh, verse 4. And so uh, Jesus is saying here, if you want to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, uh, humble your heart and, and come like a little child and get saved. And that's who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Well, preacher, who is the greatest? Everybody's saved. When you get saved, that's the highest level you can go to. That's uh, saved and washed in the blood of the Lamb. Doesn't get any better than that. And so that's what he's trying to say to them here. Uh, and and how, why do you have to come like a little child? Well, uh, I've used this illustration before. It's probably been a long time ago. But, uh, when, uh, when my children were probably two years old, say, if I, if I would have put uh, Blaine or Krista up here on this podium and I'd have got out here and I'd say, uh, come here, honey, uh, Daddy, yes. Well, they smile jumped off. Yeah. Why is that? Because they, they trusted me. And uh, so Jesus is saying here, uh, you need to come with the trust of a little child. That's by faith. And I'm telling you what, uh, I trusted Jesus when I was 12 years old. And I, I come to him, he saved me by his grace. Now, uh, before I go too far into uh, that scripture, we'll go back here uh, in, uh, to the book of Isaiah. And uh, pray with me here. Uh, Isaiah 50 uh, and 10. That's where I need to go to. And listen to this. Uh, this sounds uh, a little bit uh, puzzling or confusing at the first, but uh, as everything in the Bible, uh, it's got its uh, real meaning and it's, and it's got the plain truth in it. And uh, so here in Isaiah 50 and 10, Who is among you 
that feareth the Lord, that obeyeth the voice of his servant, that walketh in darkness and hath no light. You say, well, preacher, that's confusing. Uh, why? Let me read that again. Who is among you that feareth the Lord, that obeyeth the voice of his servant, that walketh in darkness and hath no light? Uh, the answer to that is nobody. Uh, Isaiah's trying to make a point here. Uh, there's always been religious folks. There's been folks that comes uh, to church uh, maybe pretty regular and don't know anything about Jesus. And you say, well, preacher, uh, that couldn't happen in a Baptist church. Uh, yeah, I beg to differ with you. Uh, it could happen in a Baptist church, and, and, and I'm not accusing anybody, not pointing fingers of anybody, but uh, you can come to church regular, and you can, uh, you can be religious, and you can be a really nice, good person, but you can still be walking in darkness and, and not having any light. And so uh, I know this is mighty repetition, uh, but I'm going to read it again. I want you to just hang on to it. Uh, who is among you that feareth the Lord, that obeyeth the voice of his servant, that walketh in darkness and hath no light? Now, listen what the, uh, what the direction is here. This is the advice that God gave the old prophet uh, to give us. He said, let them, uh, let him, excuse me, let him trust in the name of the Lord and say unto his God, uh, Behold, all ye that kindle the fire, that compass yourselves about with sparks, uh, walk in the light of your fire, uh, and in the sparks that ye have kindled. Listen here. Uh, this, uh, listen what it says. Uh, this shall ye have of mine hand. It shall, uh, ye shall lie down in sorrow. And uh, so, well, uh, preacher, what's that talking about? Uh, there's people that stirs up their own fire. Uh, that's what this talking about down here. Uh, there's people, uh, they, they just rejoice and uh, try to uh, act like everything's all right. Uh, when it talks about down here, uh, uh, let me uh, get this again. Boy, I'm telling you, there's so much in this, it's powerful. Behold all you that kindle the fire and compass yourself about with sparks. Uh, walk in the light of your fire. Uh, it's going to come to sorrow uh, if you're just uh, trying uh, to go on your own way and leave the Lord out. Uh, boy, I'm preaching today. Uh, please don't leave God out. Now, uh, there's a message in this uh, to the lost and the saved. Uh, well, what are you talking about? Well, if you're lost uh, and you leave the Lord out, uh, you're going to die and go to hell. Uh, if you're saved uh, and you leave the Lord out, uh, you're coming to a bad spot in your life. Uh, uh, God won't bless you if you're doing that. Uh, and I'm telling you what, uh, we need to get in uh, with our whole heart. Uh, it's not enough uh, just uh, to get in halfway. It's not enough. I, I, talked, I talked to a man one time. Actually, he was a preacher. Uh, he said, I'm 90% uh, sure that I'm doing God's will. And I said, that's not enough. And he was a friend of mine. He said, wait a minute, preacher. He said, I told you I was 90% sure I was doing God's will. And you tell me that's not enough. I said, that's a whole lot not enough. The part, that 10% gets you in a lot of trouble. You need to come with your whole heart and trust God and let God have his way in your life. There's, so, well, preacher, there's a lot of important things that I've got going on in my life. There's a lot of important things in life. But I'm going to preach to you right now. If you put them ahead of God, you're sinning. You need to get in with your whole heart. And praise God. I'm glad today that scripture, when I come across it and when I read it, it kind of shocked me. Who's among? that feareth the Lord, that obeyeth the voice of his servant, that walketh in darkness. I thought, how can that be? And God said to me, that's the point. It cannot be. You cannot be in where God wants you to be and still be in darkness. Well, when I got saved, I come out of darkness. Anthony Wilder, God put his light in my soul. 
I come out of darkness into his light. His, uh, when the glorious light of the gospel of God uh, came to me, Ryan, uh, he lit me up. I couldn't light myself up, uh, but it took God to light me up. But now, I need to take my time a little bit. Boy, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate the spirits here. I appreciate enough energy to preach. <laughs> I remember, I'll tell you a little story. I sat one time in the old building. I was sitting where you're at. Siegel Newport was sitting where I'm at. I said, preacher, you want to preach? He got him a big, deep breath. He said, if I got enough breath and energy, I'll preach. He said, when I was a young man, he said, the only thing I prayed for was the Holy Spirit. He said, now I've got old. He said, I pray as much for breath and energy to preach as I do the Holy Spirit. But God's got it covered. Praise God! And listen to me now. Uh, uh, those important things uh, that we got on our mind, uh, those important things uh, that we're going about doing, uh, sometimes they get in our way and we can't come to church half the time. We need to examine our priorities. Uh, we need, when it says, Who's among you that feareth the Lord, that obeyeth the voice of the servant, that walketh in darkness and not light? Uh, I hear people say sometimes, Boy, I like to be in one of them old time meetings. Remember, remember back in the old days when we had an old old time meeting and boy it was a powerful spirit and people shouting all over the house I, I just wish things could go back then I'm going to tell you what things are no different now than they was back then God has not changed he's real he's powerful and when he moves if we'll get in we'll mean it with our whole heart we can get in just like we did back in the old days this is someday we got kids growing up here now some of these folks around here now one of these days if time stands a lot of us old gray headed folks will be gone on we'll be in the grave brother Faulkner we'll be gone from this country and these young people will be talking about the old days we've got Listen, we got a good church and a good spirit. Uh, God blesses us towards we've been we've been having uh some of his powerful meetings uh, lately as I've ever, guess I've ever been in. So I'm not insulting the church and I'm not insulting God. But why, why are you preaching on this then? God it's what God give me. We could do better than we're doing. And if you're here, when I was uh, just a young man and I wasn't uh, trying to follow God and I'd feel of the presence of God and God be wanting me to do something. And maybe the preacher might even uh, give me a little counsel. Say, buddy, how are you doing? Are you in where you need to be? I've had the old preacher ask me that. And I'd say, oh, I'm okay. And in my mind, I'd think, I don't need to do any of that stuff. Uh, them old fellows can do that. Uh, those old uh, Christians can do that. They can take care. I don't know enough about it uh, uh, to do it. Uh, but I'm telling you what, uh, when the Holy Spirit moves, uh, we need to get in. Well, well, preacher, uh, you don't know how bad I've been hurt. Uh, well, what's that got to do with anything? God's still God. And there's people still lost and on the way to hell. And we need to be a light to. But so-and-so hurt my feelings. Well, get over it. Forgive them and move on. I'm God's still God. And we need to be about the Father's business. Woo! Boy, I'm glad I feel heaven in my soul today. Thank God for the baptizing. I thank God for this congregation that's able to pray. Well, preacher, how do you know they're able to pray? Because I can feel their prayers. Now, well, this is probably about the 10th time, but listen to this. Who is among you that feareth the Lord, that obeyeth the voice of his servant, that walketh in darkness and hath no light? Nobody. If you're here today 
and you're really doing what you're supposed to, if you're following God, you're not in darkness. You're in the light. Oh, listen. If you're here today, let me, let me preach a little bit to the lost now. I need a, a little bit to preach to the lost because there's some lost here I'm really burdened for. Uh, maybe God's been speaking to you, dealing with you. Maybe, maybe some of you is like me. Maybe you've even been to the altar uh, once or twice. I think I come about six times before I got saved. I, I hesitate even to tell that because I don't want to discourage people, make them think they've got to come six times. That's not the point. Most of my friends got saved the first time they came. Some of them even got saved walking up the aisle before they got on the altar. But my point is, oh, we need to seek it till we get it. Uh, seek it till you get it. Seek and you shall find. But don't quit seeking until you got it. Boy, praise God. Now, back, I need to get this for some reason. Uh, back, uh, where it's talking about Abraham. And it's talking about his dad. I think his name was Terah. Uh, and uh, Abraham had a brother that died. And uh, they uh, buried him in a mountain there. And uh, Terah uh, told his family, said, we need to uh, get out of here. We need to go uh, to a new country. And he started... Uh, he started to that new country, uh, but he only got about halfway there, and he stopped. He stopped in the mountain uh, where his son had been buried that had died. And time went by, and I, I don't know his mind. I think he probably had intention of moving on uh, when it got a little farther down the road. I think he probably had intention, but he never did, and he died there. Well, when he died there, uh, Abraham raised up. He told his family, I'll put it in my words, we need to get out of here. We need to go to that country where dad was headed. He didn't make it, but we can make it. God blessed him to get there. Let me tell you what today, if you want to get where God is, where he wants you, uh, there's a spot you can get to. The Holy Spirit's calling. God's leading. We need to put God first. And so, I'll get you a song ready. Uh, think about this today. Uh, God's here, and he's here in a powerful way. And so, just like when Jesus said over there, uh, uh, bless the little children to come to me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. If you want to get in, you've got to come like a little child. Well, what's that mean again, preacher? That just means come with the humblest heart. Trust in the Lord. Do it what he said. Come with a tender heart. Now, listen, you can get saved at any age. I've been around where people 80 and 90 year old got saved. Well, what's, what's this about then? They still had to come like a little child. Uh, if you're a little child and God's calling you, just come and ask the Lord to save you, and he will. But let's all stand right now. Now, I want to beg of you. I want to beg of you. If you're here and you're not where God wants you to be, please come and get what God's got for you. Sing when you're ready. Please come. Please come. Please come. Come on. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Come. Come while he waits for you. Please come. There's some folks needs to come. Boy, God's got it for you, folks. Will you come and get it? The wages of sin is death. That's where I was at when I was lost. But the gift of God is eternal life. Think about that. That's the gift that Jesus Christ brought us when he came. Would you come and accept the gift that Jesus Christ is offering you this morning?
would you just come? Please come. Oh, boy. We're not here to pick on you or insult you or embarrass you, heaven forbid. But we love you. And God's not here to uh, make you feel bad. Well, preacher, I do feel bad. Well, when the gospel reached me, I felt bad too. But it wasn't God making me feel bad. It was him telling me where I was at. My sin made me feel bad. But when I came to the altar, when I came to the altar, I got rid of my bad feeling. I got my good feeling. I can still feel it today. I can feel heaven in my soul. Folks, that's what God's got for you. That's what God's got for you. Would you just come and pray today? Please, God. Please, God. Come and pray. Please come. Please come and pray. God knows everything about us. Never miss anything. He knows it ahead of time. He knows what we need and how to give it to us. Would you please come right now? Please obey the Lord. Please obey him this morning. today. Come on. And just, just pause for just a minute. While the pen up just plays softly, I will ask you to bow your head and close your eyes. Let me just ask you this again. And when I do that, they put the camera up here nobody will see you they can't see you out there church can't see you God can see you and he knows it all anyway and I'm looking back that way but listen if you're here today and you're not where God would have you to be if you're saved today let me start with that if you're saved but you know you're not living for God like you should you're not putting him first and you'd like the prayers of God's people would you just raise your hand just raise your hand up well, I appreciate that hand. Would there be another one be raised? Would, yeah, I've seen another one. Would there, would there be one more? Just raise your hand up. Let me, let me pause on this moment, and then we'll move on to something else. If you're saved and not living for the Lord like you should, you probably know this, but I need to tell you. I need to remind you. The only way you can help your family and your friends and your loved ones come to Jesus is to let your light shine. How do you let your light shine? You obey and live for the Lord. So I'd like to encourage you that are here today, if you're not where you need to be with the Lord, you that are saved, I'd like to encourage you to come if you need to, pray, get things fixed, where you can feel good in your own heart and soul, but you can also help somebody else. Think about that while we move on a little bit. If you're here today and you've never been saved by God's grace and you realize that you need to be, and you realize you want to be surely before you die because you don't want to die and go to hell. Would you just raise your hand saying, well, that, well thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand. Would there, thank you for that hand. Would there be another? Would there be another? 
I, boy, I appreciate these hands raised. Is there any more hands? If you let me sum it up this way, <clears throat> if you're here, whatever your case, and you're not where God would have you to be, and you need the prayers of God's people, would you just raise your hand anymore? If you haven't, I appreciate that. Thank you for that hand. Very humble. I could I could feel the humbleness in that hand raise. Anybody else? Quickly. Okay, open your eyes, raise your heads. I want to say just a word or two, and then we'll ask them to sing another song. <clears throat> the need is so great this morning. The power of God is great to cheer. Has been since early in the service. And it's cheer right now with a great heartfelt burden. And, and I appreciate all of you that were honest enough and, and, and just raised your hand when I asked those questions. And I really appreciate it. But now I want to move a step forward now. You've, you've taken a great step, that move that you made, that acknowledgement that you made. But I'd like to ask you in just a minute when we sing, I'd like to ask you to take another step and come down and pray. And let's get this fixed today before you leave. And, and even if you didn't raise your hand, that invitation is open to you too. But especially to you raise your hand, just one more step. Come on and get it fixed. God's here. He's calling. You can feel him. We know it. God will handle it. Sing this song. Please come. We're not here to put you on the spot. We're not going to ask you questions about your life or your sin or anything else. Please obey the Lord. God that's calling you, God that's calling you is calling you because he loves you. God that's calling you is calling you because he can help you. God that's calling you has the power. Praise God, he's got power to do something today. He can do something. He wants to do something. He will do something. Well, what's he waiting on, preacher? It's just waiting on you to acknowledge him. See, God's not an intruder. He doesn't force his way into people's lives or into people's souls. But he said, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice and open unto me, I'll come in. Please come to him today. Please obey today. Please come right now. Boy, I can feel agony in my heart for folks that are here today that are needing to move. I'm happy and joyous that God's speaking, but I feel a, an agony for y'all that need to come and aren't coming. But preacher, I can't figure it out. I don't know all that I need to do. And that's okay, none of us does, but God does. If you feel that call, God knows you need to come or you wouldn't be feeling it. Trust God enough to take it one step at a time and come on. Come on. Come on. Please come. Keep praying, church. Boy, I know you're praying. Thank God for you. Come on. Praise God. He's real. Amen. Come on. Amen.
Amen. I believe that song is about what's going on right now. I believe he's calling. I'm going to ask for a couple more verses. And, of course, the invitation is still extended. You know, we recently had somebody come and got saved after we prayed dismissal prayer. That's happened quite a few times. Nothing wrong with that. Whenever God's calling you and you come, good things happen. But right in just a minute, we're going to sing a couple more verses. What I want to really focus on in these few verses, a couple verses or a few verses, whatever. If you're here and you know you're saved and God's put it on your heart to join this church, that's important. Preacher, is it really important where you belong to church? Yeah, amen. It's important where you belong to church. It really is. That's why God puts it on people's hearts. I believe the pray while they come. I believe the young people are coming. That's wonderful. While the young people are coming, if you're here and you know you're saved and you need to join this church, the doors are open. Whatever your situation is, we'll deal with it. We'll talk about it. Obey the Lord. Please come while God's calling. If you're lost, if you're out of fellowship, whatever that is. But right now, also added to that, focusing on that a little bit. If you need to join this church, please do that. Don't wait, but come right now. Pray for them. Pray for them while they sing. saved and then you got out and messed up oh how bad that is yeah I've done that I'm sorry but I've done that but God still loved me and the church still loved me and when I come and repented they just wrapped their big arms of love around me it's important to belong to church where God wants you you can work there you can help there whatever God wants you to do is important if you need to get saved, nothing's more important than that. That's top of the line. If you need to rededicate your life and get in, that's important too. If you need to join this church, that's important also. Come on. Please come. Come on. Mind the Lord. Come on. We're not here to give you a hard time. We're here to love you and help you. Boy, somebody's feeling like coming. I can feel it. Come on, let's get in. Let's obey the Lord. Let God help you. Let God bless you. God's wanting to give you some things. Open your heart so he can say, here it is. Come on, folks. Come on. Amen. Yeah, listen. Listen. Yeah, man. It's 
your move. Come on. Just here a little while. We ought to make the best out of it. How you do that? Obey the Lord. That's the best of it. Come on. Oh, come on. Please come. If I could stand in your shoes, I would move for you, but I can't. God has all power, but he won't make you move. He just invites you. Come to me. I love you. Come to me. I'll help you. Come to me. I died for you. Amen. Amen. We just stopped by on our way home, folks. Anybody else got anything else? Good song. Appreciate the young people. Appreciate the young people. All right. Anyone else got anything on your heart before we turn over for the announcements? If not, just be seated for a couple minutes. Ladies meeting on May 15th uh, here at the church at 6.30 p.m. Uh, Meldron uh, Missionary Baptist Church is having their centennial anniversary, uh, and that'll be on the 27th of May this year at 11 a.m. And then Vacation Bible School will be on July 10th through the 14th. Uh, if you're interested in helping, there's a sign-up sheet in the back of the church, or you can contact Barry, Heather, Sarah, Lexi, or Cassandra. What I said? I don't know. I think I said the 15th, but just in case. That ladies' meeting's on the 15th here at 6.30. Today is the last day that we're going to be out in the fellowship hall um, to help with church camp signups. Um, so if you have not done that, it is very important for you to go ahead and sign up. Um, all you do, I put the directions on um, Lima's Facebook page, step-by-step, step, but you just go to ourchurchcamp.com, and that's O-U-R, our, I always say R, so ourchurchcamp.com, um, and, and you make a login, and then um, you'll come back, and then you'll register for camp. So. Um, that is so important that you do that um, because that website, after we hit our deadline, that's just going to completely shut off. So at that point, we're not going to be able to help you um, get signed up for camp. You'll just have to show up to the camp with your money and meet with their people and pay them. So it'd be a lot easier if you would sign up um, with us. If you think that you're going but you're not quite sure, just go ahead and sign up. <laughs> but.
Okay, correction. You'll be able to log in and see stuff, but you will not be able to sign up. So anyways, um, also if you want to just get a t-shirt, I know some people, um, they just like to order a t-shirt. Maybe you don't go to camp, but you would like a shirt because they're normally pretty cool. Um, you'll have to get online and sign up for a shirt that way as well. So we'll be out in the fellowship hall today if you need help with that. And today is the last day. Um, and also we do have youth group today. Um, that is for all ages, kindergarten and up. Um, the younger youth, which is fifth grade and under, will stay until three. And big kids will stay all day. We are having choir practice at 430. We're having spaghetti and lasagna. It doesn't get much better than that. And we're having salad if you're, you know, into health and fitness and stuff. And um, I think that's it. Okay, anybody else got anything? Good to be here. Appreciate all those announcements. Uh, let's really pray. I want to ask you again, uh, tomorrow night I'm starting in revival at uh, Ebenezer Baptist Church called Buckeye Baptist Church down on Route 92 close to Pineville, Kentucky. I would really, really desire uh, your prayers. And, but let's pray for service time tonight, uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, boy, I appreciate everybody that's here. Once again, I've done this last couple of weeks, and I still feel like doing it again. I hadn't been doing it for a long time. I'm going to go to the back. When I ask them to pray, I'm going to walk to the back and shake hands with people going out. Now, obviously, you don't have to do this. But if you're here today and God spoke to your heart and for whatever reason you chose not to move, I'm not criticizing you. But if, when you shake hands with me, uh, you'd want to say something like, I should have moved today, pray for me, or whatever you'd want to say, I'm, my ears are open, my heart's open. I'd like to, if I know that, that'll help me pray. And, uh, and, and again, and I'm not going to try to pressure anybody, please don't think that. But last Sunday, uh, I was back there shaking hands, and uh, Brother Mike Nichols came back, got me, and he said, Preacher, Preacher, he said, somebody's on the altar. And boy, it blessed my heart. And so we came back up, and had, there was one on the altar that got saved. And so you're, you're allowed, when God calls you, you're allowed to move. Okay, anything else? If not, we'll ask those that seated to stand. As we bow our heads in reverence, we ask Andrew to pray dismissal.